Welcome to the first ever podcast. You didn't ask for it, but here you are. I am one host, Daniel Torch. This is my brother, Jeremiah Zachariah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, (laughs) Just letting uh, you guys know, this is probably going to be a total train wreck. I mean, you've probably seen train wrecks before, but (laughs) get another thing coming now. Yeah. uh, So I guess the uh, idea behind this podcast is that um, things are a a little rough right now for the both of us, and uh, we kind of need something to give us a little distraction, give us something to look forward to, give us something to do, and uh, we both talk all the time. We live Three states apart? <clears throat> Three states apart? <laughs> Two states apart. Uh, two? Well, yeah, so I'm in California. He's in New Mexico. Um, so, just a little something. Uh, I think uh, throughout uh, our journey here, uh, we're going to uh, just kind of – we'll talk about uh, wrestling a little. We'll talk about uh, our friendship. Uh, we'll talk about – uh, why we refer to each other as brother, not like brother, brother, but like I told the cops that that's my brother once. That's a story <laughs> for another time. <laughs> um, <laughs> there you go. That's called foreshadowing. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, but first, I think for today's episode, uh, we'll get to just kind of a little background on uh, our wrestling uh, fandom and how we both kind of got into it. Um, so I hope you're in for a journey, and I hope this Terminal Velocity podcast is the highlight of your night. And if it is, <laughs> I feel sorry about your sad life. <laughs> yeah, don't listen to this while driving, because yeah, I don't want you to fall asleep. <laughs> Yeah, you, you might you might do that. Or you might switch a station. We don't want you to do that either. Just just keep it here and put us in the background or, you know, whatever you want to do. You can pretend like you're talking to us. That's cool, too. Sometimes I'll do that when I'm listening to a podcast. I'll, like, answer something go, oh, dude, they can't even hear me. But uh, that's because I have no life. Um, <laughs> so, right, uh, so I guess let's just go ahead and get started. So... Yeah, I'll let I'll let you go first. Just tell me like how you uh, how you got into watching wrestling and whatnot. How I got into watching wrestling—that's actually a tough one. I think just pretty much like all of us that watch wrestling, my dad watched it, and I was like, I was like hacksaw Jim Duggan and Macho Man. I forget which one of them would run around with a flag and yell, ho, and then he gets a two-by-four at the end of the match. That's Hacksaw. Yeah. Yep, I remember watching all that with him, and then I just I just didn't watch it for a while because I think WCW was like – I think WWE, they were like in competition with each other, and I don't know, I didn't watch it for a while, and then when I moved in with my mom – after all that mess happened, you know, parents get divorced and whatnot. I started watching it like crazy. I, I would go back and forth between WWE and WCW during the commercial breaks and 
You know, it was never a dull moment when those shows were both on at the same exact time. I don't know if they did it on purpose or that was a mistake. I know if it was nowadays, they would never air their stuff at the same time. You know Uh, what's great is while you're talking about this, you're like, oh, I think think they were on at the same time. I'm not sure why they did. And I'm just going, yeah, yeah, they did it on purpose. Like, I, I love wrestling. So much I was like, yeah, I've read like a buttload of books. I watch it like every. So I'm, and you know, because I'm still wrestling, and so I still watch it all the time, and I'm still a fan. I'm not one of those guys, but like, so I listen. You're like, I think they were in competition with you. I'm like, yeah, they were trying to put each other out of business. Like, <laughs> so it's great because now talking about wrestling, people are going to see how uh, our dynamics are. Where you're like. Yeah, I was a fan, and I, I, I backyard wrestled and stuff, but I'm like, no, no, this is this is really all I got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, I knew they were in competition with each other, but, I mean, j- just the fact that they were on at the same time was like, you know, could you imagine being the, the one in charge of, like, reporting your ratings? I mean, oh, man, they keep going up and down, up and down. Every, like, 20 minutes, they go up and down. What's going on? So I, I don't think that worked out too good for them because, you know, well, I think I mean, they eventually split up their times. I don't know if they split up their times or if that's when no, no. Shane went in there and bought them out. Yeah, no, no. What happened was that, uh, you know, WCW there in the late 90s uh, for – and I don't remember numbers well, but like 100 and something weeks in a row or something like that were rated higher than WWE was, Raw – WWE's Raw and WCW's Nitro. Um, but then all of a sudden, bam, here comes the Attitude Era. You know, 98, 99. Ratings high in WWF and WCW going downhill. People are getting tired of the NWO. It's the same old crap. Then what happened was uh, Time Warner, you know, Ted Turner's company, and AOL – you know, the internet company merged. I think AOL bought out Time Warner and AOL went, yeah, we don't want wrestling on our networks. That's some hillbilly crap. And so Eric Bischoff was like, cool, I'll buy WCW. And they were like, cool, but you don't get TV time because we don't want that on our networks. And he went, well, what the crap's the deal with buying a company if I can't even put it on TV? And so then Vince McMahon went, I'm buying this. And then there we were. Yeah, that that's, was, that's 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 me somebody. summing it up in a nutshell. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. Well, let's hear about you. How did you get? How did you start watching wrestling? Get into uh, really okay. Um, I when I look back, I realize that my dad used to watch wrestling, but I don't ever remember watching wrestling before 1999, except like if I was flipping through channels. And I'd watch something till commercials and kind of move on. But my dad told me when I was like real little, my favorite wrestler was Barry Windham. And right now, I probably couldn't tell you a Barry Windham match. <laughs> so yeah, that I don't think I've heard of him either. <laughs> yeah. So that didn't that didn't cross over very well. But uh, I remember, and it wasn't until years later that I realized like my first memory of wrestling wasn't even a match. Like people will tell you, oh, I saw this match, or I saw that match. You know. It was, this match on this episode or at this pay-per-view or whatever. Looking back, I remember I was on like a vacation. It was me and my brother, my grandpa, and 
a couple other folks or whatever, and we're it's a summer vacation, so we're kind of touring these states, doing our uh, being a man thing. Uh, and uh, we were staying at this uh, hotel casino, and uh, um, what's it called? I was in the hotel room, and I was flicking through channels, and I started watching some wrestling. And looking back, I watched Chris Jericho's Raw debut, and it's just something that, that looking back, I was like, I remember seeing that. But even then, I think that was August. So even then, I didn't even start watching until like November or December 1999, when some kids at the bus stop were talking about it. And I was like, what are you guys talking about? I'm like, you don't watch SmackDown? I was like, uh, no. And they're like, ah, oh, check oh. it out. So I watched it. And I was like, ah, crap. And I know it was the Hardy Boys that caught my attention and made me want to watch next week. Um, but I didn't have cable, so I couldn't watch Raw. So I watched SmackDown ever since then. Watch wrestling all the time. Buying DVDs, you know, reading books, all that junk. That's right. Speaking of that, you, you just rang a bell in my head. I used to watch it so much. I, I think I was watching it before the WCW, WWE um, had their big feud going on. But I, I remember mm-hmm. my bedtime was like like at 8 or 9. And I want to say SmackDown and Raw was about 8 or, 8 or 9 o'clock when it started. But I remember I had to go to bed right when the show started getting good. Stone Cold, <laughs> The Rock. You know, mankind, everybody, when everybody that I wanted to see was on. So she yeah, my that... mom to come in. Okay, it's time to go to bed. No, it's just getting good. So, you know, she tucked me in and everything. And I, I'd go to bed. Okay, good night. And a couple of minutes later, I'd get a blanket, put it over my head and the TV. And I turn the TV <laughs> on and I keep watching it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Raw, Raw was uh, split into two different one hour. It ran straight through two hours. But it was two different um, hours. If you looked on the TV Guide program, 9 to 10 was Raw is War. 10 to 11 was War Zone. Because after 10 o'clock is when the rating changed. And they could do more of the risque stuff. So your Uh, early stuff. Yeah, your early stuff was probably like your hardcore matches with like, you know, just throughout the arena kind of stuff maybe your light heavyweight matches, that kind of stuff, maybe the promos that led to the main events, but all your middle fingers and all your uh, putting your foot sideways and all your DX stuff, that stuff would have been the 10 to 11 o'clock hour because the rating was different and they were allowed to be more edgy. So that's probably – there was no – like I'd be watching like SmackDown and then all of a sudden Star Trek was on and I was like, the heck and it's because it took me a while to realize like there was there was because there's no credits when wrestling ends like a tv show it was just like here's the thing and the camera fades out and that was that and then it comes back from commercials and star trek's on at 10 o'clock uh, yeah I, re- I remember that yeah or, that, that was that was threw yeah. me off that's that's when you know it's the end when it yeah. shows the logo down at the bottom you're like oh man yeah. the guy's oh, sitting like- there looking at the ring I'd be watching SmackDown. I'd fall asleep a little bit, and I'd wake up. I'm like, God dang it, I missed the end of it. Stupid Star Trek. So I won't watch Star Trek now. No. <laughs> <laughs> you ruined it for me. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Uh, I, I remember uh, 
a we had some old mattresses out in the backyard. Uh, I don't think I've ever told you this. And uh, like me and our force, like my brother, my little sisters to go out and we had like three, maybe two smaller mattresses and like a bigger mattress. We kind of stacked them up in the backyard and I would make them wrestle like on the, even though I really didn't know how to execute any sort of moves. And there was like a camper shelf for the truck sitting next to him which was only maybe like a foot and a half higher than the stacked mattresses. And I would use that as like a turnbuckle and kind of jump. And I made out of cardboard, like a bunch of the belts and whatnot. And uh, I'd make my family go outside and somewhere. No, I don't even think I, we have it anymore. We've moved so many times since then, but I, I, my dad came home. This was like, this was after the year 2000. This is for sure. He came home. With one of them big old like nineteen eighty seven video cameras that goes on your shoulder. Yep. Like like you'd see on America's funniest home videos with Bob Saget. And exactly he brought what, one. what me and my friend used, yep. And I, I, I took a, a tape and I would sneak it outside because we weren't even supposed to be using it. And I would take it out there and record those matches or I'll put in finger quotes. They weren't even they were just us hitting moves on each other on the mattresses. Uh, and one time my brother was, uh, <laughs> you know, my brother, so you're going to laugh at this. <laughs> I'm already laughing. <laughs> we had the two mattresses. So maybe we didn't have like a big mattress on top. There's no way we did because we had the two together on the top and he went to do Rob Van Dam's rolling thunder, you know, where he does the front roll, then jumps up and does like a front flip and splashes on you. And he did the front roll and his head went right between the two mattresses and his body kept going <laughs> Oh, that sounds like something that would happen then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It was a little similar. Actually, it was It's kind of like you're reading my mind. Uh, somewhere along the line, I, I don't know how it happened. Maybe me and my neighbor just watched wrestling all the time. And eventually it got to the point where we take all the mattresses, all the pillows, and put it out in the backyard and just start wrestling. I think one of wrestling's biggest mistakes they can do is say, don't try this at home. Right. Because yeah, we see that and we see, try this at home. Okay. (laughs) So yeah, we we did that same exact thing. We had the old 1990s camera and put the tape in it and record everything. And we made titles out of cardboard and tinfoil and cans. I remember we had a, the hardcore title. That thing was awesome. Like if I still had it, it'd probably be hanging up on my wall. But it was the whole entire I think it was the twenty four seven hardcore title at that time before it got kind of ridiculous the way it is now. Yeah. Um, but that, that one looked all beat up. Like now it's it's a nice little looking title. I mean it's still ugly because it's green and gold, I think. But, right, yeah. You know, it was all beat up before and it looked like it just had stuff slapped up on it. So because we made our title. It's when uh, they went from the winged eagle to that oval one they had in the Attitude Era. And Vince McMahon really just kind of smashed it with a hammer and gave it to Mick Foley. So that's why it was like really the title. It was broken and like taped up and stuff. Yeah, that that looked perfect. So me and my friend, we got a bunch of cans, cut them up, took took some pliers, bent them all up, got some twist ties and 
made that the whole entire title. Yeah. It looked really nice. That's more than I did. I just drew on some cardboard. Oh, uh, yeah, for the most part, that that's what we did. I think uh, we tried to use some tinfoil, you know, paint it and try to make it look yeah. like something, but yeah. Yeah, that was the first time we had titles. Yeah, didn't and you make that, your dad? Didn't you make your dad record those? Yeah, I made my dad record those, and uh, I remember you showed me some videos with like your dad in the camera. I was like, because I, I know you knew your dad, and <laughs> like to imagine him being like, "Yeah, let's do this," just cracks me up. Because <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he was he was into wrestling back in the day, and then. Yeah. Once uh, I probably. got in the wrestling, like jumping off of fences, jumping off of buildings, making rings out of whatever. At yeah, that point, he was kind of like, yeah. But at that point, he was kind of like, oh, you shouldn't do this. It's just a phase. And... Yeah, my dad, my dad, like I said, he, he, he tells stories about when he used to watch wrestling way back in, way back in the day. And he'd take my oldest sister to wrestling shows. There was no wrestling in my house when I was growing up. That's something I sort of found on my own. And my parents thought the kind of the same thing. Oh, you know, like, it'll be a phase when I kind of got into backyard wrestling. They're like, oh, you know, it'll just, you know, it'll be a phase or whatever. And not that they didn't, like, support or anything. They came to a couple of those backyard shows I did. But, um, uh, which I'll get into how I got there. But, yeah, like, there was no wrestling. But once I realized my dad used to watch wrestling, I was like, that's why my dad could slap a figure four on you even when you're struggling. I don't know if he could now. When I was growing up, you were laying on the floor and my dad walked in, figure four leg lock. <laughs> yeah, it was never like that in our house. I don't know if my dad watched it just to watch something or if he was actually into it, but there was never any type of wrestling. We never wrestled around or I, I, did anything like that. I remember As a matter my of fact, when, when he recorded, uh, he just completely sounded like he didn't want to be doing it. And he, he was the worst video camera person. And we actually had him ref a match once. And me and my friend, like, we had this. We had this. Because I remember your dad being on camera doing something. That's yeah, he was refing. Yeah. yeah, and we, we had the, you know, the finish planned out. And uh, we go for a false finish. One, two, three. That's it. It's over. Then he walked off, and we we're like, "Wait, no, that wasn't it." Your dad waved the pencil and just took it home. <laughs> Pretty much. Your dad's like, "F this." Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that reminds me when when I started doing like the actual backyard wrestling, which I'll get into it more later, but just while it's fresh in my mind. Uh. I would go four hours, four or five hours away to wrestle. Then I come back. It's like, well, did you win? No. Did you win? You went all that way just to lose? Just to yeah. lose? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah, my dad, I remember him telling me, like, I was looking through, like, the WWE encyclopedia one time, you know, flicking through, and I got to, like, um, leap in Lanny Poffo. And then my dad and my mom were all telling me how much they hated him and this and that and you know, uh, then uh, I did like a, um, I don't know, like a little event a um, couple towns over, uh, and Lanny Papa was kind of one of the um, names or whatever they brought in to do autograph signings and whatnot. So we were hanging out with him and talking and whatnot, and he's showing us, you know, a bunch of pictures, telling us a bunch of stories. Um, 
one of them, uh, his uh, piece of advice was don't uh, give yourself an at-home jerry curl. So that was a piece of advice I definitely needed. <laughs> and then, um, uh, so anyway, at the end of the night, he uh, was like, oh, yeah, I'll give you guys like an autographed picture or whatever. And I was like, I remembered. Crap, my dad said how much he didn't like Lanny Poffo. And my dad's birthday had just passed. I'm talking like two or three days before. So I said, hey, can you autograph it for my dad? And he's like, yeah, sure. I don't remember off the top of my head if it even if it says happy birthday or not, but it might. And it might even be like personally addressed to Torch's dad. I mean, it doesn't say that, but it says my dad's name, you know? And so I wrapped it up all nice. And I gave it to my dad as a birthday present. <laughs> I was like, happy birthday, dad. I know how much you love Lenny Papa. <laughs> I could just imagine his reaction. He was just like, <laughs> he's just like, really? He's like, and I'm going to sit, don't get me wrong. It sits in the living room on a shelf. Like it's displayed. But he's like, if it was, if it was Roddy Piper, then I'd really love it. I was like, man, I wish you would have told me that you were a fan of Roddy Piper. Could have got that for you like last year or something. And then he was scheduled to be a, a guest of the Stockton Con a couple of years after that, I think. And uh, so I was like, cool. And I had this action figure. And I was going to get the autograph for my dad. And then he passed away like the week before. And I was super bummed about that. And I just brought the whole conversation down. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so uh, I'll tell how. Like, I got how I got kind of into backyard wrestling then. Um, so like I said, I was doing that with my brothers and sisters and then kid across the street had a trampoline. So I was over there kind of doing that. And I was really learning the Swanton bomb because Jeff Hardy was my favorite. Oh, but right. I got honestly, can any wrestling fan in the world, I mean, come on, we, we all wanted to learn the Swanton bomb. I mean, that, that was the move of the century right there. Anybody that's our age, that says they weren't a fan of the Hardy Boys is just a liar. I'll say that. Oh, yeah. They're, they're straight he, up lying. Who, who doesn't want to learn the Swanton Bomb? I mean, do it on a trampoline. Do it on the grass. Doing it. You got a pool? Oh, you bet your ass you're doing and, a Swanton Bomb hey, into the pool. I was doing it to where, like, I'm, like, nose diving it towards that trampoline. Then I just tuck my chin at the last second, flat landing, scare the crap out of people. Yep. Uh, so, uh... <laughs> I knew this guy that worked at like a video game store. So on my way home from school, from high school, I would pass, I would stop the game store and hang out with him and then go home. And I'd hang out with him. I'd do a couple times a week. And we'd talk about wrestling. We'd watch wrestling together or whatever. And then I graduated high school. And then I would still go hang out with him because I lived down the street. Uh, and then one time he's talking about he was going and wrestling. I was like, what the heck? You're wrestling? Okay, mind you, I don't know anything about independent wrestling at this time. Um, I'd only known what's on TV. So I was only watching WWE. So he tells me these guys, you know, some guys at the ring, you know, did a couple of towns over in Newman. Newman, California. Newman. Oh, yeah, and, and you were like, oh, man, they, they got a bunch of mattresses and stuff? No, because he said they got like a, a wrestling ring. And I was like, What? And you're doing it? He's like, yeah, I know these guys. I was like, can I go with you? And he's like, 
yeah, just give me like five bucks for gas. And at that point, five dollars was enough money for gas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also, I didn't have a job, so five dollars is a big deal to me. But I gave him the five bucks and we go. And sure enough, it's it was probably a sixteen foot ring. Um, but it was off the ground. But it was like I don't know how old this thing was, but it was like wood. Not the posts. The posts weren't wood, but like the ring apron, like the, the as those were just big honking like four by eights or something. Like they were just it, it was really like it wasn't metal with metal cross it was like wood. I don't know if it was homemade or what. But I watched these guys wrestle and I was like, Holy cow, I need to come back. So I kinda of met some guys and then it wasn't even till like almost a year later that um that i'd even gone back there because my buddy was like oh you know they're not doing it or whatever whatever or maybe i wasn't going around or i had something else going on i don't remember but when i got back there i was like that's where i met the lizard from the backyard hiss (laughs) 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 and uh so i met a bunch of those and i was like man can i can I get in the ring? And my friend was like, yeah, like get in the ring with me. But these guys were like, Hey, you can't get in the ring unless you're 18. Just in case. I was like, I'm 18. They're like, no, you're not. What are you like? 13. I was like, I swear to God, I'm 18. And I showed them my ID and they were like, what the crap? And I was like, yeah, I told you. Cause I looked like I was 13. Huh. And so I got in there and started just kind of like running around on the ropes and, then my friend was like, hey, can you take a bump? And I was like, I could give it a try. And I did. And I took like just a regular snap bump. And they were like, oh, crap. That was good. Like, do it again. I mean, it hurt a lot. Don't get me wrong. It sucked. Oh, yeah. But I did it again. And they were like, what the crap? And I was like, yeah. It's because um, way back, you know, a few years before when Tough Enough was on TV, I was taking bumps in the living room when I was watching it. Because remember, they'd show them training and whatnot. And I was like, I'm going to learn to do this. And I was taking yeah, bumps in the living room. So I was like, yeah, I can. And I did it in the ring. And then like, I actually remember you telling me that story. You're watching Tough Enough. And you're taking bumps in the living room. I was like, oh, yeah, what a savage. My, yeah, my mom's like, don't do that. And I was like, oops. <laughs> and I, Oops, I, I kept doing it. Sorry. Oops, I kept doing it. So yeah, so I, I was doing that. And then like, I met, I met some people that are still my friends now uh, on there. Uh, out there, Donovan Andrews. Don't call me toxic. Oh, Toxy. Uh, met Judas out there. Uh, I don't know. I met some other people. I'm sure. Um, and then so I started repping with those guys. And uh, I knew a guy called Antoine. Uh, he was kind of cool. And but then this guy Sven Oxnard was not that cool. He was kind of an a hole. Um, but he was the one kind of running it. Uh, that's where I met the West Side Tangler, who's still my buddy on, on Facebook. I uh, remember he did that that move off the top rope, and I can't yeah. even do it on a trampoline. I can't do it at all. Yeah, his finish was like uh, a corkscrew frog splash. Like I don't understand how that's possible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can't. I I would end up turning crooked. Um, it's not something my body can physically. I've tried with all my might, and I nowhere close to it. 
I'll end up doing yeah, a regular and, 360 or something. And like I learned how to do like a head scissor over there. Um, I learned, I don't even know, but the first like big bump I took was like a falcon arrow from like the second rope. And let me tell you, I was not ready for that. But I'm glad I did, because after that, like, I took a big bump, whatever. Um, but those guys never really let me wrestle. And then um, then they finally let me do, like, a battle royal under a mask. So they had this uh, mask gimmick, which was uh, an octagon mask. And then I had, like, this Japanese, like, button-up shirt with, like, these dragons. And then some, like... They reminded me of Shannon Moore's pants. Remember the MFR, the Mattitude follower, Shannon oh, Moore, yeah. with the bell bottoms? And I had some of those pants. And uh, I did a battle royal, like the Newman's Fall Festival. That's what it was called. Um, and I ended up, there was a snapshot of the battle royal. I don't remember if it was on the website or actually on the newspaper itself. And there's me trying to throw somebody out of the ring. And it was like a, like a Japanese character. Which I guess works because people have told me I could pass as Asian, and uh, so I mean. Just a quick heads up: we're headed towards that thirty-minute mark, and I'm not sure if it's going to cut us off or not. So we'll find out. Uh, should be good. Uh, should be good, but all right. Like I said, um, first attempt. Yeah. Well, you, then yeah. So I mean, if this gets cut out, it does, or if it doesn't, it doesn't. But apparently, it told us we got thirty minutes, but we're trying to shoot for an hour. Uh, anywho, oh yeah, yeah, that's where I met Judas was at WSW there, and, um, yep, it's still going. Um, nice, we're good, we're good. Yes, yeah, so and then it was... Oh yeah, it, it was in the newspaper, because I, I remember that show would actually get published in the Newman newspaper. Yeah, and so that was like the last time I'd wrestled... In, like in a ring until I had met you and all of that. Um, so yeah, like have, connect us. So now I kind of connected us from here's my in my backyard deal. Yeah, I'll kind of re rewind a little bit how I kind of got into the wrestling. So yeah, now go with you were your friend and how did you meet 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 which led us to meet? Yeah, so like I said, we. We collected so we kind of moved forward me and my friend that lived next door to me at the time we kind of moved forward you know because he had a futon bed sometimes we'd wrestled in his room which led to me cracking the back of my head open going to the hospital gangster <laughs> yeah and uh you know we moved past using all the pillows we could find and everything and um i think eventually i i graduated or was it that long? I know somehow I started collecting mattresses. I'd drive around and I'd find mattresses. And so, like, we built, like, a little That's a weird thing ring. to collect. Some people collect well, stamps. Some people collect action <laughs> figures. You collect used mattresses. Yes. I, I was really into mattresses other people had slept on and done God knows what on them. But, <laughs> We, we built like this little rinky-dink ring in his backyard. I think we, we pounded in regular fence posts into the ground and used actual rope for the ropes. And the turnbuckles, I'm pretty sure, were non-existent. I drilled holes through the pipes, I'm pretty sure. 
Yeah, uh, we were we backyard rings, some mattresses, some fence posts, some rope. Right. I mean, it's a ring. I mean, who really cares what it looks like? It's it's a ring. I mean, just be careful bouncing off the ropes because you're going to yeah, bend the pretend. poles and they're actual yeah. ropes, so you probably fall out. Yeah, you got to pretend <laughs> bounce off the ropes. Oh yeah. So we we were doing that. We started getting really creative. Like we were doing the whole, you know, we, we'd get the what are they called? The sparklers. And we'd use those for entrances and they had a shed. Yeah, they had a shed. We made this one wrestling match. It, it was actually it was actually pretty nice in my eyes. I mean for us, I guess. But we had somebody film and the finish was we went up on the shed and we had somebody put a mattress down below, but we didn't show the mattress. And Ooh. I choke slam yeah, I choke slammed my friend off the top. Ooh, trickery. And, oh yeah. I remember when we showed uh, my dad's ex-girlfriend at the time, may they both rest in peace. Um, she screamed. <laughs> and she looked terrified. No, no, you didn't. You did not throw yeah. him off of that shed. Oh, she she was scared. Yeah. And then when we zoomed out and showed him, she kind of understood <laughs> what was going on, I think. <laughs> ah, what a mark. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean we were just so into it. Like we put mattresses out in the front yard. We had a concrete fence and we do flips off the fence and, you know, we'd wrestle on trampolines and we'd actually wrestle on the ground. Like when the neighbors came outside, uh, we would just start choke slamming each other. And I mean, we, I, I, knew, I at least knew how to do it to where it looked like I was choke slamming the hell out of them, but I just kind of set them down on the ground. Yeah. And then eventually we graduated from that, and I kind of learned a little bit more about how to make a ring. But again, I went around collecting mattresses. But this time, I went to the hotels because I think one day I seen a hotel that had a bunch of mattresses out by the trash can. I said, "Hey, yeah. uh, you want those yeah. motel mattresses?" Well, they had box springs. They had like you know the regular mattress and everything. And I was like, "Hey, uh, so." You guys, can you guys like give those away? Because I'm trying to make a wrestling ring. And they're like, oh, yeah. They're like, we're redoing every single room. And it was quite a few. It was enough rooms to make, I think it was a. Oh, do you remember how big that ring was? Uh, that, yeah, it had to be between 14 and 16. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. So it had enough to make it that big. And I got pallets, put them on the bottom, you know, keep the mattresses out of the water. Uh, I put an apron around it. Keep them out of water and it. it rains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that makes a difference. Well, I mean, so they're not setting in the water, so they got somewhere to drain, I guess. <laughs> uh, but I, I got these... Uh, really big steel pipes from a construction company and I, I buried those down probably four feet deep and put I think 10 bags of concrete in each hole and that was a little bit before about how I discovered exactly how the rings were made but you know what I got the cable um, I think I put pipe padding and then duct tape that all on there with the turnbuckles and everything made turnbuckle pads and it was a legit ring. I mean, yeah. it functioned yeah. like a ring. You could springboard off of it. You could jump off the top rope. You could hit the ropes. I mean, the only thing was the mat was a little squishy. But. Yeah, I think it was a perfect. I mean, it's it's exactly what I needed when we met. It was like, 
fully. You can bounce off the ropes, you can jump off the turnbuckles, the springboard, the lion salt. There was padding right. in the turnbuckles there. Right. You land on your head. To, no big yeah, deal. Soft, you get back up. Yeah, it was soft enough to be a landing crooked. It didn't hurt. Yeah, so <laughs> I think I wanted to build a legit ring, but, you know, as time went on, I started calling out the practice ring. And so me and my friend, somehow I had heard about that West Side Wrestling in Newman. I, I don't remember how, probably Facebook or MySpace or whatever it was at that probably time. Probably MySpace. Yeah, and uh, I told my friend, I said, hey, like, we should go down to Newman, which I'd never been there before. I said, they're having a wrestling show. They have a legit wrestling ring. And, you know, we could talk to them. We might be able to get in the ring and do something. Like, obviously not have a match, but maybe take a bump and see how it feels. Because I'd never been in the real wrestling ring. Like, yeah, I've wrestled on the ground, wrestled on mattresses, wrestled on pillows. But, I mean, really, you, you don't know what you're missing or what you're not missing, however way you want to look at it, until Nothing you feels- actually get in there. Nothing feels like a wrestling ring except a wrestling ring. Oh, and yeah. I then, mean, this one feels different than that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not to mention, you get the wrestling ring, and then you find a boxing ring. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. You might as well not even be in a ring if you're, if you're going to take bumps in a boxing ring. <laughs> yeah, been there. But, yeah, we, we went down there, and I can't remember the years. I don't I don't have a good enough brain like you do, but. But I, I know we went down there. Well, I know the years, I'm, but I don't want to give away my age. A lady never tells her age. Well, apparently, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, it, it was about the same time that you had found them, which I find completely ironic that this well, all this just happened so like that. Yeah, I've been uh, going to their shows for uh, that was probably like August. Or September or something like that, and I'd been going every month and hanging out with them from yeah, from like March, March, April, May, June, July, five or six months. I'd been going down there and you know watching their shows, refing on their shows and whatnot. Um, but it was the year before that that was the first time I'd gone, and then it was almost a year of not going. And then I remember even after that fall festival, we'd go down there and then they'd end up canceling or, or, or something and, you know, or just kind of, oh, yeah, you know, nobody's really going to come. So the couple of us that are down here, we're just going to practice this or that or whatever. But uh, anyway, so you made your way down to that same fall festival then, right? Yeah, it was crazy. Like the, the one thing I remember that sticks in my head for some reason was – uh, my friend asked me, do you know where Newman is? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I wound up driving in a big-ass circle because <laughs> uh, it wasn't where I thought it was. <laughs> I think I actually drove somewhere else and was like, oh, crap, this isn't Newman. And what what took like two hours, I realized, was like a 30, 40-minute yeah, drive like from where I lived. Yeah. <laughs> but we finally get there, and I don't know if I asked somebody. I'm, I'm I'm sure I asked somebody didn't, if me and him could go in a ring and take a bump real didn't quick. Did you know Antoine from like college? Like you guys were on MySpace buddies or something? No, I, no, fe- I, I don't. No, I don't. I don't think I knew him, but I, I'm pretty sure now that you mention it, he was the one 
that kind of got me going. Like he, he was probably the one that came up and introduced himself. So probably because I think that, I think that, that would make been. sense. Yes, because yeah. he was kind of my, I guess my main, my first contact over there, and I probably asked him like, "Hey, do you mind if me and this guy get in the ring and take a bump?" Yeah, I'm not sure He's if like, it was yeah, a sure. Ring, but he was one of the top guys over there. Um, yeah. 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 So we we got the ring, and I, I don't remember which one of us suplexed the other one, but you know it it happened, and yeah. took a bump, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's amazing." And then we we watched the show, and I I guess that's when we met up uh, with the famous Judas. Yep, and Judas I had known, like I said, from right there, and I know I would hang out with him even outside. Like he would come down to Turlock and hang out sometimes, and you know some of my friends. He'd met my friends and whatnot, and so I was hanging out with him even outside. Because like, once everything kind of stopped with WSW, you know, I talked to him all the time and hang out with him. Yeah, and s- somewhere along the line, it got mentioned that I had a ring, but it wasn't a ring. I ex- kind of explained what it was, like I already did. And I, th- I think he, he he wanted to come over and like try it out. And he's like, "Hey, do you mind if I uh, bring one of my buddies with me?" And it's like, "Oh yeah, no problem." I mean. I want to wrestle, so let's wrestle. <laughs> and so you and him came over, I think. You rode with him. He probably came from where he lives, picked you up, and brought you over. Is that correct? Yeah, he because he lived down in Merced, which is uh, 40 minutes or so from, from here. And I actually worked – down the street from your house. So I just probably rollerbladed or something down, skateboarded or rollerbladed from work down to your house. And that was the first time I met you. And then... uh, We all wrestled for a little bit, and then Judas is like, hey, you know, I got to go. You know, I live all the way over there. It takes about an hour to get there. He's like, you guys cool? We're like... Yeah, he was like, oh, yeah, I, yeah, he was like, oh, I got to take off because I got to work in the morning, whatever, whatever. And I was like, man, I was just having such a freaking good time. I was like, this is amazing. You know, I was doing front flips and I was trying to springboard and we were teaching each other suplexes and, and, and probably power bombs. Crap, if I know. Um, yeah, and then I was like, I wish I could stick weird, around. Yeah, he's like, he's like I'm going to take off. You guys are okay? And we're like, um. Uh... Uh, well, yeah, because I was like, we, we and I was like, just well, met. And, yeah, and yeah, I was like, okay, we can keep wrestling, so whatever. Well, I was like, well, if he leaves, that's my ride home, because I would get a ride from the guy at work. But since I didn't get a ride home from him, now I'm at your house, and I'm going. Well, I mean, yeah, but I, I mean, I'd like to hang out. And then you were just like, uh, well, where do you live? And I told you, and it was like 15 minutes. So you were like. Yeah, dude, I'll just give you a ride home. And I was like, really? You're like, yeah, it is cool. I was like, cool. So Judas took off, and then we were out there for another, like, three or four hours. Probably, because I know our training sessions weren't just 30, 40 minutes. They were three, four, no, no. five, six well, hours. They We had a training the- day, and it was a damn training day. It wasn't – Yeah, because I get off – nothing small about it. Like, I get off work at, like, 6 o'clock, 
and I'd just head down to your house sometimes, and it'd be like one o'clock in the morning before I'm trying to go home. So oh yeah, and there, I, I was so into wrestling at the time. You're like I I can't. You yeah. said I can't come over. I I need the gas to get home. I'm like, dude, just come over. I'll give you money. Don't worry about it. You're like, no. I was like, come over. I want to wrestle. I'll give you gas money. Don't worry about it. Yeah, and we watch some old Ring of Honor, and they'll go, oh, I want to go try that. And we just run out back and try that. Oh, let's run this spot. Let's run that spot. Um, but I think we'll leave that. I think 45 minutes is a good time. So we just yeah. got to... Uh, us meeting and gave a little teaser to uh to that so i think all, uh all in all in all really we've been friends for what dude oh that was 2006 so fi- oh. at least 15 years so if it yeah, weren't that's... for judas right these 15 years would have been completely different like 100 percent completely different for the both of us Oh yeah, for we'll, sure. We'll get into that in the next one, but so, yeah, I'll just we'll, tell you uh, what, I don't think either of us would be where we're at if that hadn't happened. Yeah, so uh next time we'll talk about um you know, getting uh where we went from, after we met. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, from your backyard to other people's backyard. Yes. <laughs> 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 So, well, everybody, I hope this uh, first podcast went good. You had a good time with Terminal Velocity, and, and I hope it was indeed the highlight of your night. I mean, I guess it wasn't too terrible. So if it was the highlight of your night, then I guess we did, good, did a good job, huh? And if you're listening in the morning, what the crap? It says highlight of the night, which... Yeah, will- do you not know the difference between day and night? One of them, the sun's up. The other one's the sun's down. I mean, whether you work graveyard or not, you should still know the difference. Yeah. And uh, we'll also, down the line, get into Terminal Velocity and Highlight of the Night. <laughs> oh, yeah, there, there's reasons why, why we choose these names. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, that's that. I didn't, you know, we talked about how we're going to open. We never talked about how we're going to close. Uh, I'll leave it well, with this. Coffee is for closers. Oh, yeah. Monsters are for openers. So until next time, everybody, just keep your ears peeled and uh, we'll figure out how to post the stuff and and figure out how to put this in your eyes and ears. We haven't quite figured that out yet. But once we do, we'll tell you exactly all the places to go to see our podcast and see some of our content. I don't want to say content, but we will eventually have an Instagram that I I have no idea what we plan on doing with. I guess we could end by plugging the social medias we'd like to plug. Um, oh, yeah. If you are into Harry Potter, <laughs> which pretty hey, much the only social media I have. But, hey, hey, yeah, that's it, though. We can get into stuff besides wrestling, and that, though, that's things. From Once we kind of get a, a general flow going, we're going to try to uh, get some themes with our episodes that we could talk about. And uh, one of them could be your Terrence Posner. Which, so for you Dax Shepard podcast listeners, I'll get that reference. But uh, I didn't get it at all. <laughs> I know. I'll tell you later. But yeah, anyways. Um, uh, we will get into to the other stuff we like later. But for now, if you like Harry Potter at all, go to YouTube and type in Accio Potter Guy. A-C-C-I-O-P-O-T-T-E-R-G-U-Y. 
and subscribe. Watch all my videos if you feel like it, but at least subscribe. Yeah, at least subscribe so he's got that going on. Um, yeah. That helps him. Uh, you can follow me on the Twitter at Big D underscore Big T O R C H. Although I don't think capitalization matters. Uh, I was, I was going to say, it's pretty funny after I just asked if everybody liked Harry Potter, and then you say Big D. Because Harry Potter calls uh, Dudley Big D. Oh, I meant capitalized kind of D. Yeah. <laughs> it's not at Big D Torch. No, it's just D underscore Torch. Uh, you can find me on the Instagram at Torch Meets World. You can find me on the YouTube at Torch Meets World. That's Meets World as in Boy Meets World. As in that's my favorite television show. Uh, hey, so. You can also find me on Facebook at Jeremiah Zachariah. And Instagram, I believe, is the same thing, Jeremiah Zachariah, or there is also the Accio Potter guy for that Instagram. Um, you're more than likely to get a following for me if you follow the Harry Potter ones. I generally don't really add people on Facebook unless I already know you. Yeah, my Facebook is private. So if you look me up on Facebook, uh, one of them says personal page and one of them says wrestler. You go ahead and click that like button on wrestler and uh, – that's where you'll get all my updates. Wrestling's starting to pick back up. So I'm starting to um, get some feelers out there and see what's up. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm sure if you try to add me on Facebook or whatever, something that's not Harry Potter, just mention, like, hey, I heard your podcast. And then I'll know, yeah, kind of know where you came from, just not somebody out of the blue. Yeah. So and next time, like I said, we'll have an Instagram set up. We'll be able to hand you our Instagram and then we'll have all our updates be going to that Instagram. But until then, uh, we're just kind of getting a feel for this. And I, I think it went pretty good for our first try. What do you guys think? Let us know. Yeah, yeah let us know. And uh, then we'll – I don't even know what days we're going to release these on. So I guess we'll figure that out too. We yeah. put a lot of thought into what we're going to talk about and not really what we're going to do with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. One of, one of the original ideas, you know. Uh, yeah, we need something to do. We're both not in a good place right now, so we wanted to do the podcast. But you were telling me there were some guys, or you were interested in getting into some podcasts with some other people, like just being a guest. Well, I said, yeah. I was like, hey, look, guys, I kind of want to be on some podcasts. And we, we could talk about anything, really. Like, it doesn't just have to be wrestling. And then you were just like, well, why don't we do a podcast so you can talk about that? And then... That way, yeah. maybe if somebody hears it, they'll go, hey, that kind of reminds me of this other podcast. Maybe you could be on that podcast and talk about that. And I think that'd be a great idea, too, you know? If there's somebody yeah, yeah. Somebody's like, hey, you know, this, this podcast talks about that subject, too. And you've got a good or bad view on it. Talk to these people about it. And I was like, yeah, let's do this. So... Yeah, we, we have our own podcast, and from there we could branch out to other podcasts, be guests there, and you guys could also be guests with us. Yeah, like I said, we got to get everything set up first. So yeah, eventually we got to figure ourselves out before we can figure you out. <laughs> but yeah, I think we before we keep killing the dead horse and saying goodbye for the next I don't know ten minutes like we've already done. Listen, um, I'm going to go ahead and bid you all adieu. Say goodbye. <laughs> yep. So I, I think we're. So, right. Yeah, we also keep talking over each other, so I think okay, this is going to be the, the same, end. Same, same bat time, same bat channel. Yep. Peace out, like a light out. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like your belly?